You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as is always, is my co-host, Lacey F. Finley. Happy Monday. Hope you all had an enjoyable weekend without me. Yeah. I, I think, you know, it depends on who you <laughs> Sounded are. like you guys had fun. It was it was fun to hear you and Todd again. It was. Yeah, we, we were just catching up because we had a lot to, to celebrate because he's finally gonna we're finally gonna get to work together. I, I mean, know. We we have worked together technically, but right. It's been a while, mm-hmm. and ironically, in a way, that we are coming back together in the same department oh, <laughs> that yeah. we work together in, but just under a different management system, and, and not the same department, but we're in the department sure. technically. So it, it's interesting how that works. It's it's always better at work if you could have one friend. Yeah. You and, know, around. And the group, the group that we're with, I mean, we finally got rid of one problem, and now we're getting Todd as our replacement, which is a grand thing. So the, the group we have back there, I have not been this excited for a group of people to work with in a long time. Oh, good. You know, it's a good yeah. group. There's not one problem. There is a problem with a wall not being there. But that's another issue that we'll deal with in Side passing. conversation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but besides that, it's a great group. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, it'll probably be the end of the month before we get him back there, but it's it's fine. It's It'll be faster than you think. Yeah, you'll faster never – I mean, this whole year has just kind of – it's felt forever, it's, but yeah. it also has gone by pretty quick, too. The fact that we're in September, but yeah, yeah. I feel like we're still possibly in March, but holy hell, we're already – in September, yeah, it's right. just, it's one for the history books for sure. Oh yeah, let's just hope twenty twenty one can. Uh, catch, yeah, we're, give us we're a break. just assuming it all ends at midnight on December thirty first, right? We're That's all-, all I'm hoping. That's all I'm hoping. <laughs> because what did we get this this week? It was uh there was a I don't know if you saw this. There was a tiger running around Knoxville, Tennessee. I mean, that's a good sure. four hours away from me, but it's like okay, so wildlife has just decided to run rampant in a, in a city. That's fantastic. Is this where I'm supposed to blame Carol Baskin? I don't. You know, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> because it's the one that got a husband. You best be looking out. You know. And and did you hear? Speaking of her, did you hear mm. what she's going to be doing now? Dancing I with the stars. Did not. What? Yeah. She's a star. Well, Apparently. I guess there are any of them. I don't know. I mean, they already had Sean Spicer on the show, so That's why not true. Carol Baskins? Right? Why you know? not? I mean, the hate clicks alone, I guess they'll get them some money. I don't know. Sure. I did not hear that. No, I'm not up to date on my uh, anything Tiger King, to be to hmm. be honest. Well, I, I put just... in three episodes worth of effort. And I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Like, yeah. quarantine isn't that bad. No. I don't. <laughs> for me, anyway. I don't want this in my life. I mean, I just stumbled upon it. 
by accident, I guess, because I, I think it was uh, the guy who used to host the show. Um, crap, I know his name. Hang on. Which one? Uh, the, the guy who hosted Dancing with the Stars and he hosted uh, America's Funniest Home oh, Video. Tom Bergeron. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, I could see his face. but He apparently changed uh, his uh, profile on Twitter to not say host or former host of dancing with the stars but something completely different everybody's like oh look at him he's making distance and i was like is he not on it anymore i guess not oh okay or or maybe i don't know i don't watch the show the big breaking (laughs) news of the week i know like i haven't really paid attention to it for many years my mom used to love it so Mm -hmm. i know it's been on like longer than it probably should have probably (laughs) but when he when that happened you know twitter was just like oh look at there look what tom bergeron's doing i was like what did he do and then i started digging and then i found out about that i was like oh okay then i i I can see why you wouldn't want to put your name on that or be associated with it in some way fair enough so yeah yeah. but uh yeah celebrities have been crazy this week because we're also going to quickly mention (laughs) (laughs) see i didn't know about this Okay, and, uh, and yeah. just so all of you are kind of knowing how this conversation went, uh, <laughs> Lace just hit me up out of the blue yesterday. Yep, uh, she did. And just said, oh, my God, did you hear about Chris Evans? Now, immediately, <laughs> I went into panic mode. going As oh my we God. all do when we see a name trending. Yeah, yeah. especially <laughs> after the recent tragic events. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, what, 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 what? And then she's like, um, he kind of... <laughs> solicited a dick pic on instagram <laughs> like accidentally leaked his own uh dick pic yeah and i was yep. like what so it was not what i was expecting at all no none of us really yeah. and and you know she she i i guess you went on kind of a, a slight hunt and just said, oh of yeah. course i did a cursory google search i'm not gonna lie i'm that person I totally was like, and uh, Google never works for me really well anyway, but you know, you search Chris Evans, Instagram leak photo and like the pictures that came up in my opinion, I'm like, any of those could be Photoshopped. It's too much distance. It's probably been deleted. It's fine. And then some that I really wish I hadn't seen. (laughs) There is just fan made stuff everywhere. Let's just put it that way. So I hurt my own self really in the process. Mm Mm-hmm. But, Chris, you're very beloved in all communities. I'll just put that out there. Mm-hmm. But, you see, even though she didn't find it, uh, I thought I would share this information with my wife <laughs> later on. And, boy, did she find it. <laughs> I'm still laughing at this whole situation. Yeah. It, was so, it brought me so much joy. It, it <laughs> People definitely, are going to hate me on Twitter. I can feel it already. It, it definitely wasn't a situation or we didn't expect it presented in the way that it was right right so right. i was like oh, oh how would you miss that i don't know i don't know apparently don't it was know. in a video mm-hmm. so now that i had now that i've seen what it is <laughs> and knowing that it was a video i don't think i would have ever known i honestly like if i let's just say i followed his instagram i i mean i don't know that i would have noticed yeah. i really don't it wasn't at all what i was thinking Mm-hmm. at all i don't know <laughs> but just the fact that you know my bros hooking me up here brought me so much joy that i was just <laughs> laughing my butt off at the entire situation that it happened mm-hmm. that i'm having this conversation and that that's where i finally got to see it yeah and i got to see it despite telling her earlier in the day 
just you know if you if you do find it keep it to yourself but, i promised i wasn't gonna share it right it, you did but it somehow it flipped to me sharing it to you <laughs> it really did Amazing. and just the whole situation was fantastic so oh man it's not what i was thinking at all and uh i think the the curiosity got to me because everyone was just so flattering about it online and i'm like well i mean Okay, then, if it's this great, now I kind of am curious, you know? You if everybody know? hadn't been so complimentary. I yeah. mean, it's a penis, you know, for yeah, the love sure. of God. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I don't know why we got to lose our minds over it, but now I'm like, oh, God damn it, now I want to. All right, where is it, you know? Right. So, but, <sighs> hey, we, we got to see it. It's America's yes. penis. Uh, we're all happy about it, I guess. Well done, I guess. Yeah, yes. well done. <laughs> Uh, you know, I guess, I guess GG Internet. I don't know. I, I I do realize that a lot of people were doing and it. It is the kind thing. So I, I admit, yeah, a little garbage human. It'd be, you know, flooding the hashtag <laughs> to try to get, you know, the actual picture gone because apparently an accident, you know, that's what mm-hmm. we're going with. I don't I don't know how you accidentally do that, but uh, clearly it can happen. Um, But. Yeah, so they were very kind, and then mm. here I am, like, but where is it though? But where? <laughs> I mean, I just, I just like, I know a... that's the nice thing to do, but but where is it though? Yeah, I just want to see it, and then I'll I be done. And then it's out of my system. I'm not gonna put it on Twitter. Nope. I'm not gonna be the one helping spread it around. But where is it? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, to close it out, just mm-hmm. as Lace had mentioned to me before, just remember that next time mm. it happens to a woman. Right? Please show that same kindness. Exactly. Because I think that's fair. If you're going to do it for Captain America, any other woman or any woman. Why did I say any other woman? He's not a woman. But you know what I mean. Right, right. (laughs) I I, I do hope so. Because, I mean, we've heard stories of that in the past. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, well, I guess she shouldn't have been sharing it. Instantly going to her or whatever. It's like, no, see, we're in that day and age. Everyone shares pics. It's totally fine as Mm -hmm. long as it's consensual. And if that happens, I just hope we afford them the same courtesy. Yeah. I can just try to pass it off right now as maybe we have grown. Maybe. It's been a couple years. So now from here on out, now that I've seen how the internet can come to someone's aid, I hope I see that that same kindness afforded to everybody if this Mm -hmm. happens in the future. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Right. (laughs) We'll see. uh, But there we go. So there's a little insight into my garbage brain but to be fair Vaz actually he told me (laughs) I busted him out he told me during my stream oh okay so like by the time the information had passed along to me everything was completely flooded out because I guess it happened in the morning and then I finish in the afternoon and then didn't even get curious till like an hour later and then it was gone so thank you Vaz I would have seen the hashtag (laughs) but still (laughs) but just think had he not said anything Given it to you, you gave it to me, and mm-hmm. I gave it to Katrina. You'd never seen it. I would never, never. Never, nope. ever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> so it pays to uh, talk to your friends about everything, guys, I guess. Right? <laughs> is the moral of the story here. I don't know. Maybe we should talk about video games. Yeah, Poor hey, Chris has what? probably had a rough day. Or not. I don't know. Oh, like, who knows? What, uh, you know. So uh, <laughs> what you, what you been playing? <laughs> what have I been playing this week? So... Uh, I guess I'm trying to remember two weeks worth of stuff, but this week I actually got the building bug in The Sims 4 again. It's about the only good thing for me in it right now. Got mm-hmm. some mods and downloaded some like modern type boxy homes that, you know, I thought were pretty nice. I don't know my gamer tag, so you mm-hmm. can, I would say, hey, I uploaded them to the gallery, but I don't know how to tell you to find me. So whatever, just look if you want them. <laughs> um, 
Still checking on my fallout shelter. How's that going? Um, okay. We're starting to get to an area where, like, the people that I constantly take out to go on quests, I never build up any of their skills because they're the ones I just keep rotating. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for me to put them in a room and let them build up some strength or perception or endurance or whatever because we're in, like, the level 20, 25 range. Mm-hmm. And they are within that level, but I've not gained any of their levels up. You know right. what I mean? So I can tell some of the mobs are getting a little bit harder for them to take down um but so far everyone's fine i only lost one in a death claw attack holy crap man oh, wow, they don't yeah. die they don't mess around no we've gotten to that part now so uh, fortunately i was there and quick enough to stim pack them all because you know dear lord they were just like flying through my people mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um and then the, let's see oh i started the occupation which is like a, a story-based game from um, based in the 80s in Britain. Basically, you're part of some, I, I'm assuming, undercover operation. One of your buddies got accused of some espionage and it got put on him. And so we're looking around to try to find the evidence that uh, clears their name. Mm. And I think I, this was a game I wanted to play. I want to say it came out about a year or two ago. But it came in a humble bundle this month, mm-hmm. so that's why I started playing it. And I think it's really good. I think I would enjoy it more if I wasn't streaming it. It's one that right. I feel I have to pay attention to, listen to the story, and uh, really understand what's going on because it is in, in the first person. There is a lot of downtime, too, because you are searching through buildings and going through evidence and trying to find codes to break in the you know safes and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, I think it's one that... Since I enjoy my attention being too split, always trying to pay attention to chat and everything, the time to chat is when there's dead time. And when there's dead time, it's usually when the story cutscenes are happening. So I'm missing a lot. Right. So I feel bad people come in. So what's the game about? And I'm like, well, I'm probably going to explain this in the worst way possible because I'm sure I've missed important information that would probably make this make more sense. But uh, I do recommend it if you got it in the Humble Bundle. Okay. Graphics are good, and I think the the story would be good. I might have to go back, and I've only gotten like three chapters in, so it shouldn't even be too hard for me if I really wanted to go back. Now knowing how to beat the puzzles and just kind of fly through it so I can watch more of the story and get myself caught up. But mm-hmm. And I think that's about it All right. for my gaming this week. How about you? Well, I actually did a little bit of gaming this week, yeah. believe it or not. I'm finally getting back into it, or at least trying to... Work in a little time here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I did finish Far Cry Three, okay. and I, I just took advantage of the long weekend and said, "You know what? I, I've got I got some oh, that's time. Right. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this." And trying to get back into that mental state of trophy hunting, like I like to do. <laughs> yeah. I also started looking through what I had left to do, and I realized I didn't really have that much to accomplish outside of the story. So I was like, okay, well, all this extra stuff that I have been doing, I've been doing it for nothing. So I need to stay focused on the story. And once I did that, pretty much just burned through it and got through it no problem. So I got that, got the platinum, and that puts me up to 71, if you're counting, from last week. (laughs) Nice. Okay. (laughs) Because Todd was uh, questioning how many I had, so I had to look Mm. it up, and I was at 70, so now I'm at 71. So, ha-ha. Are you beating them? <laughs> if 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 you want to compete, because right. I've got I've got I'll be honest with you, I don't know if I've mentioned this or not. I kind of have a competitive nature. 
uh, when it comes to certain things. And when it came to my uh, trophies, mm-hmm. and you have a friends list, and you have people, they, they give you a <laughs> ranking, yeah. and then where you land in that ranking, I took it upon myself. I was like, well, I'm going to be number one on my list. Period. Right. So anybody who was above me, I was like, no, I'm going to knock you down. I'm, I'm above all of my friends list at some nice. point. I, I, I accomplished that, and I'm... I don't know if I should be proud of it, but hey, I did. It, it was yet another <laughs> I know. Thing. It's like, is this something to be proud of? Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? <clears throat> but I did it. Uh, so once I put that down, once I was done with that, I said, all right, so what do I need to play now? So considering I've had this game for a while and I don't know if he wants it back, uh, I decided to go ahead and start up a Plague's Tale. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because yeah. Because Todd had let me borrow that uh, months ago, I'm sure, <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. So I fired that up. Uh, I think I'm about four chapters in. It's really, really interesting. Really interesting. So uh, definitely has a different vibe to it than the game I was playing because I wasn't sure how it was going to play. So, but this is very stealthy, right? I mean, there's Mm -hmm. not a whole lot of. That's pretty much the mechanic. There's a little bit of fighting you Mm -hmm. can do, but it's it's not a lot. It's pretty much trying to get through everything stealthily or craftily because, you know, the rats. That's Mm -hmm. weird. (laughs) And I think... Can't wait till you beat it. We can talk about that end. Right. And and I was... I think I was... I kind of made this assumption or, or this observation, I guess, would be more the appropriate term, yesterday is I think I appreciate that I don't have a life bar or anything like that. Like, if you just die, you die. So that, right. to me, says, okay, I've got to figure out how to get through this area in one piece. Mm-hmm. So there's no, oh, I screwed up. Well, I'm going to die. Oh, I get stuck. Oh, whatever. It's just focus in on what you got to do. And it's really, I don't want to say it's not challenging, but I feel like it's pretty straightforward. You just yeah. have to kind of keep your eyes open on what you're doing. And just pay attention to your surroundings and be like, all right, well, what do I got to do now? Where do I got to go? So I'm, I'm not saying it's not challenging. It's just a very linear story. Right. And, and path that you go. So It's I hard to get lost or deviate yeah. from what was intended. Yeah. So I appreciate that because right now I feel like that's what I need. Something a little bit more linear compared mm-hmm. to the sprawling islands Open of worlds, Far Cry. Yeah. So... I appreciate that right now. So I don't know what I'm going to play after that, but we'll see. I might be in the mood for something bigger again, or I might want to stick with the, the small stuff. Right. But this this is actually pretty fun. I, I want to kind of get back to it. And it's not super long, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, it's kinda... reasonable for you to be able to finish it probably this week or in mm-hmm. another couple play time, however long you can sit down at a time. Yeah, I mean, I felt like I breezed through... Because I think the very first time I sat down with it, uh, it was like almost immediately after I finished Far Cry. And I got through the first chapter. And that felt maybe like an hour. But, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of estimating at best. Right. But the next three chapters, I felt like I got through them pretty quick. You know, probably didn't yeah. take that long. But I, they seem breezy. So I appreciate that, too. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just want a nice, quick, fun story. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, it, yeah, I think it was done well. And it was probably one of the first ones I played where I didn't absolutely hate the kid. Yeah. It yeah. didn't make, like, the kid obnoxious or in the way or mm-hmm. useless or so chatty and whiny or whatever. Like, sometimes they, I feel like, writers pass it off on the kids to explain away dumb stuff. Like, well, it's just a kid. And then you're like, oh, but this is obnoxious. Yeah. yeah. 
And and so I appreciate that. There has been a time. There was at least one moment where it was just kind of like, kid. Mm, (laughs) I just I did that moment where I was like, come on, man. Yeah. But it wasn't like I wasn't angry with him. It was just like, "Ah, kid. Okay. And then Mm. I just keep going. But. Hopefully it'll stay at that level. I don't want to be angry at the kid. I understand. He's I, I felt like I got through it okay, and I have no patience for them. So sure. I feel like he should be fine. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> like I usually actively avoid those kind of situations, and even in TV shows. And it's not because I hate them. I just hate how they're always written. They're always right. the whitey complication for like really dumb stuff. And yeah, that's how kids are. But it doesn't entertain me. It annoys me. So I avoid it if I can. <laughs> it's just <laughs> annoying to me. Hence why I opted out of the program, y'all. Fair like, enough. I get it. I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I probably didn't. I wouldn't like me then now either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. So what do you got for us at news? We do have a, a little bit of news. Not a jam-packed week. But, you know, these days we it might be slowing down because we're gearing up for uh, next-gen everything. So mm-hmm. may as well just talk about that up at the top. Maybe some good news here. Uh, Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, apparently there was a little bit of a leak that happened, and then Microsoft or Xbox, I guess I should say, decided to, well, all right, let's just go ahead and confirm it now. Um, So we have a release date, we have prices, and we have two consoles coming out, and I'm a gamer, and I'm having trouble determining what's going on here myself. So if you are an Xbox fan... I did spend a good portion of time having other people break this down for me since I've never played Xbox. And now we have one, one X, one S, Series S, Series X. I legitimately got a little confused what was coming out. So the Xbox Series S, which was uh, apparently announced that they were working on, I say, in around 2018 or so. It must have been one of those rumors that, hey, they're working on something. But it has been given a price and a release date, which is more powerful than the Xbox One. But not as powerful as the Series X. So kind of your, I hate to say budget build, because I want to say even the CPU power was about the same. It was just kind of landing in your hard drive space and things like that that takes a little bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one they announced would be $299. Uh, so if you are looking for a more powerful system, definitely a little bit more on the economical side. Bam, they got two options for you. And then they also announced for the Series X, which we've already discussed at length with specs and everything like that. Everyone's probably very aware of what system they're in for. But they announced that at $4.99. You could start your pre-orders on September 22nd. And their release date, they said, was November 10th. So, mm-hmm. hey, moves on to Sony. Apparently, they've got a, a, a showcase this week, which we will uh, talk about a little bit later. And I'm assuming we're probably going to have to hear from them fairly soon because Xbox be making moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had talked about this before. I think those prices are very reasonable. I want to say that's probably right around where all of us were kind of guessing in the first place. The four ninety nine. Let's just talk about the Series X because that's the most comparable with the PS5, of course, right now. Um, I was wondering, you know, they were going to take a hit on the hardware. Yeah. And make it up in services, mm-hmm. which probably most of us had already guessed. So there was a little bit of shift in the Game Pass for the next gen Xbox as well, which will now be $25 a month. And it would appear that they thought it was sweetening the pot. So this depends on who you are as an individual. But EA has teamed up with them to do EA Play at no extra charge. 
Mm-hmm. So, in, you know, whether that's a yay or a nay for you about EA. Uh, so that's all kind of bundled. You'll be able to, to play those at no extra charge. So, yeah, Sony, I guess the move's on you. We're waiting to see. I kind of feel like they might do $5.99. I don't know why. You think so? I do. I think I think maybe, well, and maybe it's because I don't see a lot of, it, it, they could surprise us on Wednesday. They might try mm-hmm. to do the same thing or try to undercut by 50 bucks. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. But I still remember like the whole PS3 fiasco nonsense. Now, maybe they learned their lesson because they tried for 600 bucks on the three. Yeah, they did. Some of us might remember. And the Xbox, I think at the time was like, Two ninety nine. It was kind of a big gap difference, but oh, I don't yeah. think they released right on top of each other. Like, but we don't know the release date for the PlayStation mm-hmm. Five yet, so they it could be in November as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be kind of my guess. I feel like they're going to have to hit it right around there, but I'm thinking maybe three ninety nine for the uh, discless. Mm-hmm. Well, see, yeah, that that's what I was going to kind of point out is since they have, they don't really have. A less they have a powerful, lesser power, yeah. They have the same thing, but one is all digital, one has the disk drive. Mm-hmm. So where where does that fall into the price cut uh, that they're going to have to lay out? Because I'm still curious about the Series S mm-hmm. machine. So at, will all games... Like say say some game some I developer. think it's just you're not gonna have the huge four K and the ray tracing and stuff okay. is the way it made it like when people were breaking it down for me that I, I would assume are more in the know than I am by playing Xbox and, mm. and all that kind of stuff. But some of the power was like about the same, but with the GPU and the hard drive is where it took the hit. So you may not get the four K but you're going to get all the other perks with it, which for me, 4K is not even that big of a deal, but yeah. like some people it might be. So it would be kind of in a, the sense of a PC where you can have a PC that can run a high quality or high end game, but mm-hmm. maybe it just doesn't look as good over right. here on this system versus something that has a little bit more And power you won't have it. nearly the space to, to house all of your right. stuff. Right? Okay. Yeah. Well, so well, Because that was, that was my concern is that if someone went, and got the Series S because not only is it budget, but they weren't concerned about a few things. And then someone, some developer went and made a game that like pushed everything to the limit. Is mm-hmm. that system going to be able to handle it? Supposedly it's supposed to. So like I, it's supposed to be the next gen. So, mm-hmm. you know. That's, that's fair. If, if so, that's what's yeah. going to happen. You're going to have to take, I guess, a little bit of a hits for the money, but... Um, I mean, I, it's on you how much yeah, you can yeah, spend yeah. and what you're willing to put out there for it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one just little side note, the Series S will only play Xbox One S versions of backwards compatible games. So whereas the X, supposedly at this point in time, we're told backwards compatibility mm-hmm. via Xbox games. So the S will only do Xbox One S or newer. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's in it too. You don't get the full range of backwards compatibility as you do with the X. And I I think that should be expected if you're going to budget your price range. I mean, you're going to lose a few features here and there. I mean, that's, that's Mm -hmm. a given at any point nowadays. Right. Um, With, with Sony, I feel like they have an opportunity to do something here that Xbox isn't with mm-hmm. their two systems because again all we're doing is removing a disk drive mm-hmm. and then how much do you put that into cost because a hundred dollars seems fair right 
seems fair. Because I that feel would, like if they you're could saying do the discless at two ninety nine. I don't know. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. They do have an opportunity here to see. I mean, Microsoft's already got their. I mean, they're showing their cards. They're like, this is what we're doing. So yep. is Sony going to say, okay, we're going to match that, or are we going to do it better? Because do they want to undercut everything by a hundred bucks? Yeah. Because even if, even if you look at the price gap between the S and the X, that's two hundred dollars. That is, yeah. So I mean, they could close that gap just a little. And say, okay, uh, PlayStation Five is, or discless matches mm-hmm. at three ninety nine. But for, f- well, no, what was the you said four ninety nine is, uh, yeah, two ninety nine for the Series S uh-huh. and four ninety nine for the Series X. I so have then, to. There you go. <laughs> to make you're, sure we're saying the right console. <laughs> your all digital could be two ninety nine. Yeah. And then you put your five. You're with the disc three ninety nine. That sounds like a hit. But, it sounds like a huge hit. Yeah. But there you go. I mean, and then your services would probably have to be comparable monthly because mm-hmm. I don't. We don't know what kind of deal Sony's making too. I mean, Xbox, EA, yeah. you know, kind of teaming up, um, which is why I felt like Sony would have to come out soon. In yeah. which case, they are. Uh, they're gonna want to start kind of putting that those feelers out there and and everything as well. So. Consumers can make their choice who they who they want to pre-order from right now. Yeah. Even though you already could with the PS5, I realize, but we still didn't have any information about what the cost would be or how many units and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. it's exciting times for consoles right now. You know, next gen's always kind of exciting. So the only thing that I feel like Sony's dropping the ball on, and I feel like they could find a way to fix this, is holding back the libraries of gamers. Because I have, if I was to look through my system, like my, my Sony library of PlayStation games, I could see all my Vita games, PlayStation 3 games, PlayStation mm. 4 games, all that I purchased digitally. This doesn't count, but right. I'm talking digitally. I have these in my library. They exist. Mm-hmm. But I cannot access them without the old console. Yeah. Why not come out with some form of emulator program or even allow it through the PlayStation Now. You know, if yeah. if you download PlayStation Now, any of these games are there for you to play. You don't have to p- pay for the service. These are your games. Right. Something like that. I don't know. I feel like, and, and not to say that I want to go back and play those games. But you I, might, and you I paid might. for it, and you should be able to. Exactly. Yeah. They're my games. Right. That's always been my my fear with all of us moving to everything to all digital. It's just all that money that we're purchasing for something that we're never really going to fully own. Because if that service dies or goes away, mm. all and, of it goes with it, you know. And and to kind of piggyback off of that just a little bit, I have a, a confession to make on that. I have mm. become obsessed with digital movies. And I don't yeah. know why it's happened <laughs> but it's it's so convenient is the problem and and it's it's because it's the price that i'm finding these at yeah if they're really cheap like five dollars is about like when i'm i'm excited because if it's a movie that i haven't seen in a while and they're like hey rent it for 3.99 or buy it for 4.99 i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna buy right? it you exactly. why would i pay 3.99 <laughs> that's exactly why they did it that way yeah. <laughs> so 
yeah, I've I found myself like I'll be looking through and there'll be a movie and it says four ninety nine sale and I'll look through and you know it just depends on what it is. It's not like mm-hmm. I'll look at everything and be like four ninety nine. I'm buying that. I'm buying that. I'm buying that. It's just something that I have a, an attachment to or I really like and then I'll see it and I'll be like four ninety nine. I got five bucks. Bam! It's mine now. It's in my di- and I could have it on my shelf, but it's a disc that I have to pop <laughs> in the, the machine. But here. It's convenient. Oh, they love you. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. convenient because it's there. Mm-hmm. And I can just watch it wherever. I can watch it in my bedroom. I watch it in my living room. I can watch it wherever I want. You don't have to find the disc. Yeah, no, it's it's super convenient. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I think that the most I spent recently on an all-digital platform copy, and again, hear me out on the logic on this. This is why it sounded so good, okay? <laughs> okay. Bill and Ted Save the Music came out. Mm-hmm. And they had the home at home theater release or whatever. Sure. Yeah. So, nineteen ninety nine to rent or twenty four ninety nine to buy. Now you're looking at that five more dollars. It's mine. But right. but I thought, huh? There are two other movies. I wonder if they have a bundle deal. Sure enough, ten more dollars. I get the other two. You tell me thirty five dollars <laughs> and I got three movies. Take it. Right now, are you sure you're going to watch them all? That's what I have to start doing to myself mm-hmm. because I'll do that with games. Even I'm like, oh, but it's only a dollar ninety nine, and then I've spent twenty dollars of a dollar ninety nine games that I've never gone back to mm-hmm. play. But well, that night, since I wanted to watch that movie, uh-huh. I thought, why not? So we did a marathon. We watched all three oh, well, of them that night. So it was worth it. That was cheaper than going to a theater exactly. and watching three movies. And and the people who were in the house, if you added that up, it would have cost about that much. And we got three movies out of it. Yep. Boom. Boom. Done. Yeah. yeah. It no, sounded they, they great. They get you that way, though. They really do. Because I've been suckered into bundles like that before. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I'm getting that extra. And then I never touch that extra. And I'm like, I could have just saved that $2 towards something else, you know? But see, I, th- I feel like with movies, it's a little bit different than games. Because with film, I know that I'll come back to that movie at some point in time. Like if if I'm just usually like if I'm going, you know, late night Saturday or something like that and I'm in bed and I'm just like, I want to watch something before I go to sleep or maybe fall asleep too. I'll just scroll through my library and be like, oh yeah, I kind of want to watch that again. And I'll just sit there and either pass out or watch the entire thing. Sometimes I've done yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that it, it adds a little bit more value with the movies than it does a game because games for sure, when I plop down 50 bucks, I'm just like, I'll play this one time for 30, 40 hours, and I probably will never touch it again. And right. it's a hard investment to kind of... Uh, it's an expensive know. hobby. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Especially when you don't come back to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you can still justify that 40 hours with sure. 60 bucks. Sure. You know, by, by depending on how you value your time, I guess, and, yeah, and, yeah. and the way money goes. But uh, yeah, I probably would have been suckered into it too, even if I had no desire to even watch the first two and be like but and that's exactly what they want us to do and it works Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it totally works and here we are and i I guess the other thing too is that if i can find something i haven't seen in a while Mm -hmm. or it's seen at all like one one in particular that i plopped down five bucks for because i was like i've never seen this i want to see it five bucks creature Mm -hmm. from the black lagoon it's like an old universal horror film i've never seen before i've always wanted to see it and i could never find it so it was like $13, $14 13 14 for a disc, or just plop down $5. I can watch it right now. Right. So I was like, five bucks, man. There you go. 
Let me see the movie. It's way too convenient. I, I know. Yeah, I feel you. And then they just let you connect everything to your paying account within mm-hmm. two clicks. Boom. Here's all my money. Yep. Speaking of everybody's money. Hmm. EA's pissing off just the whole gaming community this week, this year, this lifetime. I don't know. We've discussed at length, well, with me anyway, with how EA's just pissed off its Simmer fan base with just making an ad for Disney's new theme park and then charging you for the privilege. And after all those things that have been asked for have fallen on deaf ears, EA just keeps getting more scummy. Mm -hmm. We've had our surprise mechanics out of EA. We've had... You know, all of our stuff updated and parsed back out to you. Now, if you are a UFC 4 fan or that gaming franchise as a whole, you're joining us or still beside us, whichever you are in this scenario. But and how they just love serving you up those ads. Simmers got to buy an ad. You get to watch an ad this time for your fully purchased game. And you'll still get ads throughout it. How do you like that? Apparently, uh, the ring floor in UFC is an advertisement for the boys' TV show on Amazon. And as you go into replay mode, it pops up and takes over the entire screen, this ad. So here we got Amazon and EA, I guess, teaming up there. The HUD has a constant rotating ad that shows above it. Keep in mind, again, this is a full-priced game that you had already given your money to, and now EA, being EA, just figures they can squeeze a little bit more out of there, right? They just love to slap its player base over and over again. So uh, they also, they didn't implement the ads until two weeks after the game's launch, possibly to avoid it being in your reviews, EA. Uh, you know, maybe, I don't know. But the only way to make this stop, people, is we've just got to stop buying EA. I mean, honestly, the more stuff that I read about them, especially this last year. Yeah. We've been complaining about EA for my entire lifetime, I feel like. But especially after this last year, there should just never be ads in a full price game. Like, no. we accept it with free-to-play games because they don't make money off of the game itself. We accept that that's what it is, like in a mobile device kind of situation. But there should just never be in a, a full price game. And then when EA microtransacts you to death, and then they're giving you these obtrusive ads for a full price game, that's just, it's a whole other level to me. Mm-hmm. And apparently, you know, they've added them in UFC 3. That game came out in 2018. Yeah, and I heard they tried to justify it as, well, that's that's how the whole experience goes. It was like, but... I'm not watching it on I TV. I think I could but... accept it on the ring floor. Yeah. Okay, that's true to life. Sure, whatever. Um, but this, I, I watched the video replays that that players were posting on Reddit and on Twitter and things like that. And um, during the replay moments, it was and uh, over the entire screen. Granted, for a couple of seconds, but still, the boys whatever the release date, you know, mm-hmm. and then it went away and then it showed your replay. And that's, it's just garbage. Yeah. That's just garbage. So they, of course, EA did respond in the typical corporate suity way, feigning shock as we see that you're upset and we want you to have the best experience, blah, blah, blah. So they say it will no longer be displayed. 
I wish <laughs> I just kind of wish they would go away at this point. I don't know. Um, uh, of course, they knew that this was going to be a problem because this isn't their first rodeo with doing this. They just keep kind of playing us. But trust me, if EA had its way, you would have full, probably non-skippable ads throughout your entire game at this point so they can keep making extra money off of that full price game. Oh, to pretend to be shocked, like, or, ugh, yeah, but it's... to make matters worse. Apparently, UFC 4 is just a ton of glitches and missing a ton of features at that. So it's almost like this is a trend with EA. Let's make a new thing of an old thing you love, but take away all the things that you love, but we'll charge it back to you in smaller DLCs and expansions later on and still not have the full experience of your base game. Mm-hmm. Um, so the list of missing features coming from a player here is the post-fight interviews are no longer, no weigh-ins. The actual TKOs without the fight going out. Uh, Running. (laughs) Running. Seated cage positions. Pre-fight hype videos with the voices from the fighters. Staying down after a heavy knockout. Event mode presentation. Flying mouthpieces. Pride mode. Draws. Just the event of a draw aggressive stare downs and doctor stoppages. Now you're all probably thinking, what does that have to do with the game? But these were all little things that were added in other things in the past, other variations of the game that made it more realistic, more believable, just little nuanced touches that gave the game a little bit more life. All of which now apparently are just gone. So why are we still having all these glitches if you're taking away all these other things? I just don't know where the time is being focused On other edge. than just trying to make more money out of this and, and making it smaller. So mm. do with what you will your wallet, but I, I, it's just high time we just stop buying their games because yeah. they own monopolies on these specific franchises that they know people love mm-hmm. and you can't go anywhere else for that same experience and they've been abusing it for far too long. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if they could find a way to shoehorn in advertisements for Disney Plus in a Star Wars game. Wouldn't surprise me a bit. Um. Well, I mean, we already have the Star Wars ad in The Sims. Yeah, that's true. That that we get to pay for. Mm-hmm. I didn't, by the way. Yeah, I know. would hope not. But yeah, after really looking through it all, and they all went to the Disney theme park and all this stuff, I've watched reviews now of... Um, people who have gotten the key early and it the whole world's a shell there's like one area that you can actually go into and see it and that's one of the cantinas Mm -hmm. but everything else is a rabbit hole you can't build on it unless you use cheats like it's literally like an it looks like the theme park that was put into the game that they charged us twenty dollars to look at that doesn't i whatever yeah You've heard me complain about it at length, but it just, it's insulting at this point. It's just so insulting. Mm -hmm. Moving on, more people in their F-ups this week. Control with 505 Games kind of stepped in it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. You might have heard this one already, but it picked up a different angle this week or came to light in front of my eyes, however the, the events landed in the timeline. But initially, the game Control with 505 Games, as we know, we're talking about next gen upgrades, right? This game came out, what, about a year ago? Um, so, obviously, when Next Gen was coming out, the question arose, those of us who paid for the game, 
Is that also one that's going to get upgraded? Like some of them have promised on at least the Xbox for sure. I've been hearing people say that you can get that upgrade. Um, And they initially, they didn't say it was impossible. Let me put that out there. I know a lot of people are saying that they were like, they said it was impossible. But no, they worded it in such a way that one would come to that conclusion Mm -hmm. that it would seem impossible. So if you had already purchased the game, they were basically trying to say that they didn't know how to keep it fair for people who bought definitive edition, regular edition. And so the best way that they could see to keep it fair for all players was that you just had to buy the ultimate edition when it comes out and which will also be for the upgrade for the next generation which left players who bought the original version to have to buy it again if they wanted to play it. But it appears they had an oof moment. Um, Apparently, people discovered on the PlayStation Store that they had the option to download the Ultimate Edition if they already had the current version of the game. So someone had accidentally, I'm assuming accidentally, unlocked that mode for people to be able to download it. Now, this wasn't every region. It was just certain areas noticed that this popped up. Mm -hmm. So clearly, this wasn't 505's plan. Now, uh, this became confusing, clearly, because people are like, you kind of said you couldn't do this. And here we see that it happened quite easily, even on accident. So a spokesperson from 505 Games stated before. So this is what they actually said. So it wasn't an impossibility. We spent several months exploring all of our launch options for Control Ultimate Edition, and no decision was taken lightly. Every avenue we pursued... There was some form of blocker, and those blockers meant that at least one group of players ended up being left out of the upgrade for various reasons. As of today, we can't offer an upgrade to everyone, and leaving any one group out feels unfair. We understand that is not what you want to hear. So then, Hmm. you know, we kind of go on to see that that necessarily wasn't the case. Now... I'm not going to claim to know how much all of this actually costs the developer and, you know, trying to root costs, but it's been only a year. So I kind of feel like they were probably already working on this ultimate edition in conjunction. I could be totally wrong, but when I see like the Witcher three offering upgrade for a game that's been out forever, I don't know. Um, Yeah. So kind of poopy. People are not feeling good about that one right now. So it just makes it look like they wanted to double dip is what it kind of looks like. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's just kind of a poopy situation. So I don't know whose intention was what, but it doesn't look good 505. And I just kind of feel like, especially since the game is not that old. Yeah. And and I with- feel like most... Most teams are given free upgrades if you just bought their game. Because it's still a full-price game. Yeah. It's and still a $60 game. Are they adding anything to the game outside well, of Well, with the Ultimate graphical- Edition, there was that extra DLC that came out. And I know that they were talking about, you know, where it was sharing with the Alan Wake universe. And there was more story coming and all that. So with the Ultimate Edition, you're like, you're getting everything. But so in this case, I could understand if someone bought just the regular game. So and what, did it buy the other stuff that would happen mm-hmm. later on? Then sure, they should have to, I guess, buy the extra stuff. But if somebody bought like the definitive edition, I feel like the upgrade so they could see it in 4K or whatever yeah. should be allowed. I don't know. So why not? I mean, this is just a, a model thinking out loud as a as one of these people who are just after the money. 
why not offer the upgrade for anybody who wants it and then offer the DLC as like a next gen only DLC mm-hmm. that way you're kind of creating that barrier a little bit that's your ultimate edition that you're mm-hmm. trying to promote for the next gen be like alright anybody who has this game hey you can get a free upgrade but we're also going to have a DLC that you can also purchase separately if you want it and then that way everyone gets the upgrade if they want it and everyone can have the the DLC if they want it too mm-hmm. at their own cost but they I still get the like, upgrade I feel like even if they would have just been like it's $10 to upgrade mm-hmm. yeah we would have probably still complained because people again just bought this game but like hell even even Nintendo did like <laughs> 1 to 2 dollar upgrades from Wii to Wii U if you wanted to play your games on their little uh yeah joypad or i don't even remember what the hell it was called yeah i never had the u so i I, yeah i don't remember but i had a wii but yeah they could have done that very so whether (laughs) if that wasn't the point 505 unfortunately that just now that's the look um we'll see what they do i guess the, Mm. the balls in their court if they're gonna get worn down and just do it or if they're gonna hold to their guns and say no you have to rebuy the game and well, if, then it's up to us to decide what to do from there, you know. And I feel like ultimately it's up to gamers to say no and not buy it. Just like the EA situation. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, don't buy it. No one is forcing your hand here. Just don't do I, it. Yeah. Show them that you, that it bothers you. You know, and just don't do it. And I think that's always the problem. It's like, we'll complain. But again, like I was saying, you know, we... There's nowhere else that does a Madden. There's nowhere else that does a FIFA. You know, so it's they, they just keep buying it anyway because they're like, damn it, I still want to play. But even though we know we're getting taken for, so we just got to hold strong. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm sure the Maddens haven't changed that much over the last few years. What, a roster change or something? I'm sure you could play 219, 218, whatever, and have just as much fun. Yeah. This Absolutely. is coming from someone who's never played any of them, but I am I'm sure you still fire up some of them old ones. Hey, from what I've and have seen, fun. from what I've seen outside of like you said the roster change, graphically, you probably have more features in your older versions. <laughs> and and graphically, they look about the same. Yeah. Nothing changes. Until the next there. gen comes out, I feel like most of them were all kind of, yeah. And I feel like you could still just like charge 5 bucks even to change your roster out like that's how close they kind of look to me but mm-hmm. i know someone's like playing sports games raising their fist at Damn. me right now like there's so much do you don't understand and you're totally right i don't <laughs> i yeah. don't we're not the, that out there we're not the people for that no ubisoft forward mm-hmm. happened this week as well mm-hmm. uh it was kicked off not during the event of course but before the event completely different from it uh, a video from ceo and i can never say this guy's name right i probably need to hear someone actually say it ives guayamont guayamont okay that guy see i've no actually clue. just i've actually just recently figured out how to say it because I how know did I've, you say it eve guillame eve guillame yeah. eve guillame okay that guy the ceo <laughs> Anyway, he did a, an apology video for the internal issues that 
Ubisoft, of course, has faced uh, this year, uh, saying that certain employees did not uphold the company's values and promised improving itself in the future, which we have seen pieces of them correcting course. Um, so I, I hope they stay on that course. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they apologized for the raised fist symbol that they used in their mobile COD, saying that kind of oversight can't happen and they're putting safeguards into place to avoid it in the future. Again, hopefully so. Uh, we've seen people, uh, you know, exiting Ubisoft in light of the sexual misconduct. Again, with the likes of the chief creative officer, uh, Sergey Hasquit and Assassin's Creed Valhalla creative director, Ashraf Ismail. They both appear, um, they, you know, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So some house cleaning was happening, but it doesn't appear that uh, Ives, I've already forgotten what you said, Ives. Mm-hmm. Eves, gosh dang it, I'm such a jerk. Okay, that Eves has any intention of going anywhere, so he's he's staying put. Uh, aside from that, there was a little criticism that he put out, you know, the video in the way that they did instead of actually doing it at the beginning of the event where more eyes would have been on it. Uh, but outside of that, there you go. He mm-hmm. put out an apology. Unfortunately, it did not go during the event where more people would have seen it, but... Here we are, corporate be corporating, right? But on to the event itself. (laughs) (laughs) We did get a look at a few games that they've got coming out. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, uh, which I think was the Gods and Monsters. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like it's kind of switch names there, but it's, uh, we got a release date of December 3rd. Um, I heard it described as Breath of the Wild 2, and after hearing that comparison and watching the videos, yeah, I could see it. Okay. The color scheme, the text kind of looks the same, even the puzzles kind of follow a similar format. Um, but, I mean, it does look really pretty. Mm-hmm. If that was a game that you were excited for, it does still look like it's a lot of fun. The combat looked pretty unique with how they would kind of fly up in the air and have all of their combat being done there. Um, and we now have a release date. So December 3rd, okay. we'll be, uh, if you are looking forward to that, you'll be playing Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, then we saw a VR game called Far Cry Experience. Mm-hmm. Um, eh. eh. Yeah. It just seemed like it was a one location experience. So it didn't sound like there was a lot going on there. But hey, eh. there you go. If you wanted a, a, a small VR Far Cry experience. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we also got a little look at Sands of Time, which is the new Prince of Persia uh, remake that they're doing, um, which is the first title created by Ubisoft India Studios. Mm-hmm. They said it's going to be right now a release date in January. It is a full-fledged remake of Prince of Persia. So if you were looking forward to it, it does look good. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like it had the return of some of the uh, voice actors, too. Um, I've heard a little kerfuffle over the graphics that they don't look super serious. Yeah, I was going to say in the that. Game. <laughs> but I don't know the tone. Right. I didn't play the original. Like, I've watched videos and stuff, and to me, it seemed fine in terms of the game itself, but I also realize I come from a place where graphics aren't the only thing I look for in my game, because mm-hmm. I play plenty of games where the graphics are on the lower side, but oh my god, was amazing. Had so much fun. Replay value. So uh, understanding that's where I'm coming from. But the studio heads have said to expect even more polish once the game releases in January. So you can check out that trailer. They're very much saying we're not done. I don't know how much more could be, especially from here to January, but, you know, give them time. Give them time. I mean, when I saw saw the trailer and they said, what was it, remake or? Yeah, like a total reboot. Yeah. Yeah. I almost was wondering if I misunderstood because it was like it looked 
to me. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought maybe it was a remaster and they were just polishing it up because again, I, I don't really have anything to compare it to. I remember that that game came out on the GameCube. Uh, it probably came out on other platforms. That's just the only one I remember. I never played it, but I remember it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it looked like GameCube graphics, but it didn't look like, I guess, what everyone Next was gen. expecting it to look mm-hmm. like. So, was, But again, I don't know the tone. I don't know what they're going for. So like you said, it, there could be a whole lot that I'm just not getting. It, it just mm-hmm. kind of threw me off guard when they said remake. And I'm like, is it? Yeah. So. I, I that that's what they're saying. This is the first time that this particular offshoot studios with Ubisoft is creating one. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially with the colors and everything, it looks like they're probably still trying to capture that same feel. But I mean, we have revamped an entire movie because people hated Sonic. So True. we'll just wait and see what happens here in the future. Um, we of course got a little bit more look at Watchdog Legions, uh, mm-hmm. still an end of October release date. Uh, but the big reveal in the showcase, if anybody was even excited, or you may or may not have been, the return of Agent Pierce. Mm-hmm. Aiden. Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, he was the first protagonist in the original Watchdogs, if uh-huh. nobody knows what I am talking about. So if that, w- I, I, sure. <laughs> I was like, saw the reveal. I'm like, oh, and then I was over it. But uh, so there you go. We've tied in the worlds, I guess, there for us. And not that we thought it wasn't, but um, not much more to report on that either. Um, And Assassin's Creed Valhalla is now pushing release to coincide with the next gen console. So around November 10th. Okay. And yeah, but there was one game that I actually thought looked really interesting, which was weird for me because it's not a game I would think I would have even been drawn to, mm-hmm. but the it was called Riders Republic, which okay. seems to be a BR-ish multiplayer open world sports game, kind of. And I think what drew me to it was because I, did you ever play SSX Tricky and all of those? Uh, I kind did. Of, yes. So think of it kind of like that, but in a grander scale with better graphics. You can ski, snowboard, you can bike, wingsuit around in extreme sports and race and events, and you could even develop your writer's career or just play against some friends. To me, just that aspect of it looked like a really good time. I would definitely go out and check the trailer. Um, if you were a fan of SSX Tricky or any of sp- any kind of extreme sports game like that, yeah. this one looks like a lot of fun. And it doesn't really look like it's hammering in the BR. It's just if you want to participate in that, there's just like a whole mess of you doing ridiculous crap in the same world, you know, trying to, to bike and race. And, and it actually looked kind of fun. Might have to look actually, into that then. Yeah, okay. That was the only one that kind of stuck out to me. And I was like, oh, you know what? I could kill a few hours on that. So I would have to see how much it is. Because I don't usually get drawn to Ubisoft games. Not because I have anything against Ubisoft. It's just... Yeah. I don't play their games. But uh, but yeah. So that was basically the uh, Ubisoft forward as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. You can go back and watch all those trailers if you missed them. If there was something I mentioned that you were like, oh, I want to go check that out and see. Um, Apple and Epic again... <laughs> I'm not even going to hit too hard on this because like it's starting to just seem like a a children food fight at this Mm. point so much that I'm just kind of annoyed at the whole situation and can't wait for it to be over. Uh, But they filed a suit against Epic. Um, This is just going to kind of be back and forth. I'm not even sure how many lawsuits are going on in just this particular um, 
two companies at this point. Uh, but it was another long to do TLDR fashion, if I can. It seems that Apple, in return, is trying to prove that Epic did, in fact, harm itself in the suit. Um, Apple has banned Fortnite and Epic Games until August 2021. They're not even allowed to apply for anything for a year. Um, uh, the, <laughs> It, through the legal jargon, it seems that Epic was also trying to prove, because I, I think Epic's has a couple of suits now out, like mm-hmm. it was the original lawsuit and then the, oh, hey, you can't take me off your website lawsuit or uh, uh, no, you can't take off my div tools. I don't know. I feel like there's like five of them floating around here. Regardless, Epic was trying to also prove that Apple was harming them financially. Because they're losing mm-hmm. a lot of money, you know, uh, whether we like the 30% or not. We're, that's not the discussion here because that, whether you like it or not, it is an industry standard. Heck, even in most cases, a retail standard as well. There's a lot of really good people that have broken this down and, and, and shown, and I've looked it up to make sure, like, even when you're buying stuff offline, like, there's a lot of those percentages add up mm-hmm. to be about the same. So whether we like it or not, it doesn't really appear that Apple's gouging people unreasonably. Most most stores do this. Right. Which, for some reason, Epic decided to try to make Apple that one big example of it and try to break down the norm here. But Apple has since said that there are many ways that people can still access Epic and Fortnite, and that them having banned them for blatantly breaking the contract and admitting as such that they aren't the end-all be-all for this fight. And it really isn't looking like Epic knew what they were getting themselves into as this is progressing, because they were the ones who broke the contract. Mm -hmm. Blatantly so. You made a video, you had all this armed and ready to go. And it's just looking like basically Epic's just trying to say, yeah, we broke the contract, but it wasn't fair. So judge, you have to tell them their contract is wrong. That's not how the law works. No, the judge is just going to be, you signed a contract as did the millions of other developers and stuff on the storefront. I I don't know, man, but it's the consumers are the ones getting hurt here really and Mm. truly. If you're like Apple products and you own Apple products and you're also a Fortnite fan or an Epic's Games fan, they're the ones hurting right now. Yeah. You know, like, because Apple was within their right to be like, then fine. Yeah. This is our business. You sign the the stuff and if you clearly don't want to do it, then go, then off, you know? But they, on the side note, Apple did also update some of its new App Store policies, uh, which looked like it was going to allow or at least start considering having streaming services like xCloud and Stadia to be able to use the iOS App Store front, which Apple never allowed before, stating security concerns. I don't know enough whether that's true or not, but the new TOS is still pretty restrictive, and Microsoft has come out saying that this one is bad for customers, too. Uh, This weekend, Apple announced the new revisions with a few catches. It says, games offered in a streaming game service subscription must be downloaded directly from the App Store, must be designed to avoid duplicate payment by a subscriber, and should not disadvantage non-subscriber customers. Okay. So apps for these streaming services are allowed on the App Store as a catalog app that will help people sign up for these services and browse the game offerings on each one. But Apple says the games must be an individual App Store page. 
And considering some of these apps can have hundreds of games, that's kind of a tall order. So almost kind of impossible to put these services on the Apple storefront. IGN did get a statement from a rep at Microsoft who was saying that this remains a bad experience all around for customers. Gamers want to jump directly into a game from their curated catalog within one app just like they do with movies or songs, and not be forced to download over 100 apps to play individual games from the cloud. And we're committed to putting games at the center of everything we do and providing a great experience as core to that mission, which is kind of fair. Hmm. I feel like you did kind of, that sounds impossible. So I subscribe to Stadia, but you have to offer me your games off of Stadia as an individual thing. Okay. So that's not going to work yeah. in the long run. So it just seems that Apple on its face is just starting to allow some room or thought it was. But in reality, the terms would be pretty difficult to achieve. So you're probably still not going to see those on the storefront. Probably not. <laughs> like, I don't know that I would want to download a hundred different things while I'm also paying for a service that's supposed to be providing me this thing. So it's just you're going to have to revamp that or yeah. just don't allow it. I don't know, man. Apple. Games are weird these days. <laughs> <laughs> We're all losing our mind. On to some quickets. Quickets. Got a few quickets here. Frostpunk is doing a board game on Kickstarter. Alrighty then. They're doing uh they they are going to start the crowdfunding campaign on October 6th. So if that was something you wanted, you could chuck in some cash to the campaign. You can find it directly off of their Twitter. No idea how you'll make that a board game. Might uh cause a lot of uh animosity. Might be the new monopoly with families, you know? Who knows? <laughs> That game could get you. Ah! <laughs> Ninja went back to Twitch. Saw that. So I mean, good for him, I guess. All. That's all I had to say. I don't yeah. know if there's anything new there. But yeah, he went back to Twitch, leaving Doc all by himself on YouTube. Oh, well. You know. Nintendo is asking devs to make 4K ready games here, it seems like. Uh, we got a little leak about. So uh, I know we've been rumoring the next gen version of Switch. Mm hmm. Maybe this is a little bit more of confirmation that we are, in fact, getting it. And uh, 4K on Switch, though, is interesting to me. So I would want to see what they were aiming for. I would imagine it could only be TV docked and not sure. on the screen. But I don't know. I mean, they already have the portable-only Switch. So why not go the opposite direction? Mm. Why not? I'm sure it's totally possible. Yeah. I'm just wondering with the, how they have the confines for their games and stuff still being on cartridge, for the most part. Yeah, true. Uh, unfortunately, GameStop seems to be closing another over 400 locations, which is apparently about 100 more than they had originally planned to close, even though GameStop did have a sales increase of about 800%, which sounds impressive. Obviously, most games have taken a nice up with a uh, quarantine, but apparently it was still lower than previously expected. So they, they, they had just been down in the hole for so long yeah. I, that didn't help I guess enough so all of this was discovered in an earnings call within the company which sounds like they were hoping for the next generation consoles to help them get their footing again uh 321 stores were already closed in the last fiscal year from the that retailer that only has about 5,500 stores operating at this time in the U.S. at all so my heart goes out to those of you who need those jobs because that's again is whatever we think about GameStop that's yeah, it's a lot it's a of job. people losing their job. Yeah. Oh, it does. It is sad to see brick and mortar starting to go away, though. Yeah. It really is. But again, as we were just talking about how convenient the digital is, we, we kind of did it to ourselves by falling into the convenience. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. November 10th. Looks like a new Zelda game is coming. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. It's a new Zelda action game coming to the Switch, which appears to be the successor for Hyrule Warriors from 2014. Mm -hmm. A combo of Dynasty Warriors and the lore of Zelda. Uh, apparently takes place 100 years before Breath of the Wild. And as for Breath of the Wild 2, we are told we just still have to wait. So there's still no more information about when that's coming. Fair enough. Uh, Valve confirmed us a Left 4 Dead 2 update. What? Is that like an old ass? I don't know. It was a long time ago. I, I remember when Left 4 Dead came out. And I want to say it was within the same year or so that Left 4 Dead 2 came out. Because I thought it hilarious. I'm like, already a sequel? What? Hmm? Um, but it's called Left 4 Dead 2 The Last Stand. Um, I didn't see any gameplay. It was just a trailer. Uh, but I really like the first two. So hmm. I'm kind of here for it. I, I already know it's probably just going to be another version of War Hordes coming at me. And I am okay with that. <laughs> uh, Borderlands 3 announced its next-gen features. Some coming to current gen as well, uh, which includes three and four player split screen mode, 4K, 60 frames per second in single player mode, and above all, free to current owners. Ooh, so you just got slammed. Mm, that's how you do it. That's how you do it right there, 505. Looking at you. I got a one truth or trash for you. Oh, okay, okay. This one we're going to find out pretty soon, too. We have the PlayStation event that we said will be happening this week, Wednesday. We'll mm -hmm. all be watching and, and, and waiting with bated breath. But the PlayStation event will officially announce God of War 2 with a 2022 release window. Ooh. And this one we're going to find out in a few days' time. So we can say whether, whether you were right or wrong then. You know what? I'm going to say true. Because what better way to showcase what that system can do than with a brand new God of War game, which is one of their biggest tent poles. Mm-hmm. And to do that event just to say, here's our price tag, they're going to have other things going. In fact, I'll even double down and say one other one. Oh, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Since we're talking about games crossing over and being free upgrades. Mm-hmm. I'm going to gamble and say we'll hear that Spider-Man will get a free PlayStation 5 update. Be Ooh, because that's a good one. Miles Morales is coming, so why not go ahead and boost that over? People love them Spider-Man, too. And I wasn't it Spider-Man they used as their example for slow load or fast load times? Exactly. Exactly. So we'll hear that. I think you're onto something. And God of War 2. I'm calling it here. Boom. Call it right here, baby. So, what did we decide? Uh, two ninety nine for discless, and three ninety nine for the three disc. or three ninety nine discless, four ninety nine regular to compete with Xbox. As long as it was no, because it was it was going to be equal for the the S. The discless would be equal price to the the. Oh, and then Series and then S. maybe a hundred bucks more on the on exactly. the regular. Exactly. That way they can be I like, see, we're cheaper. We're cheaper. But if you want the full version, mm -hmm. I, I can see that. I can see that. I, I still even think if they hit that sweet spot of like three ninety nine with the disc list, because for a hundred bucks more, you're not taking a hit on anything, right? With the ex it, it, only not having the disc drive, of sure. course. So, 
And since we've already talked about how we're all digital anyway, that might be more attractive to you to just spend the hundred bucks and get all of the graphics. I mean, in all honesty, I have been debating on this because mm-hmm. it's a tough one, right? Because for me, I don't really buy disc games, but I do borrow them from Todd. <laughs> so you're like, mm-hmm. and therefore, if I take away that disc option, then mm-hmm. I can't borrow his games anymore, and I'll have to buy these games versus borrowing. <laughs> that that's so a yeah. I have a conundrum. <laughs> I have to decide on: is it worth it or not? A struggle of conscience. Yeah. Here. Because I a lot of I can no longer spend Todd's money, and I'm sure that's more fun. Hey, he's the one making these great deals at GameStop. I'm sure them shutting down is going to be hard for him. I hopefully it's not near you because I understand why he would be still disc. Mm -hmm. I mean, for crying out loud, it takes 20 years for him to download it. Exactly. So that's so like a new game will come out two weeks before he can play it. Yeah. So I mean, right now, if I had a discless PlayStation 4, which doesn't exist, but hypothetically, if I did. Mm I wouldn't be playing A Plague's Tale unless I bought it. He's going to let me borrow Ghost of Tsushima when he's done with that. I can't wait to play that. But again, mm-hmm. if I didn't have the disc, I couldn't play it. So I think I still want to go disc for me, though. Yeah, I do like having the option, you know, just in case. Because what, I if, don't, what yeah. if someone gifted me a game? And then they're just yeah. like, here's a disc. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can't, I can't play it because yeah. I don't have the, the drive. I think consoles are the only thing I keep holding out to having to buy the actual game with mm. the discs. Yeah. I think that's the last part of my gaming that I'm kicking and screaming into the new generation because PC, I've kind of just had to accept it because mm-hmm. I could go into an electronic store and if there is even a PC gaming section, it's all those like two ninety nine throwaway games that's like match three or something like that. Like it's yeah. not even... A game you could probably just get for free offline already. Just mm. So I don't have choices. I kind of have to go digital on PC. I can't just go into a store and buy PC games anymore. Yeah. So I'm hanging on to it with consoles because it's the last thing where I feel like I legitimately own the game. Even though I still realize that they're patching in the rest of the game day one these days. You're not actually taking it all home. But it's one area I can still kind of control. Yeah. But I think in this might be the last generation to even offer it. I'd say. Because we're already starting to offer both. I kind of feel like our sixth generation, whenever that is, six, seven years down the line, we we probably won't even offer it. I mean, you give it time. And uh, I, I think physical media will dissipate. I mean, CDs. Does anyone even buy CDs anymore? Nope. Shoot, no, that died almost with the with MP3 players, mm-hmm. and then now everything streaming services. Yeah, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, but Amazon has their own. Yeah, and yeah. think about that. Think about the convenience of that alone. All I have to do if I want to hear the newest album, and I have a subscription, I just go to the out, find search it, any and song. To it. Boom, done. Yeah. It's that simple. I don't have to go to the store. I don't have to order it off of Amazon. I this just was our downfall. Up. I'm telling you, man. Convenient. I'm telling you. We could get on a whole other conversation, but I'm <laughs> telling you, we're doing this all damage to ourselves we by are. falling prey to all of this convenience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. We'll have to talk about that later. But anyway, so 
That's all I have. We okay. have an exciting headliner. We do. Apparently that I'm going to have explained to me. And then as per usual, guys, I probably did it wrong. So let's see. Let's see. <laughs> because I have. Every time he gives me homework and I do a thing and then he explains, he's like, I'm going to explain it live. And I'm like, damn it. That means I'm always wrong and how I do the thing. But let's well, see. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully everything that I gave you, because it's fairly simple. And, yeah. and And I feel like this is something... Probably that, the info that I gave would probably be like, no, I wanted you to tell me this part. And I'm like, well, damn it, I didn't. Well, so. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but I had an idea that I thought would be fun. And I, I'm hoping that it's something we can explore over multiple series of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we started with this one because obviously uh, I have a lot of connection to this. But there are a lot of other reasons, too, that I felt like this would be a great starting point. So this week, we're going to try this new thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. This will be a multi-part segment where we're going to review music from a video game series. And since Mega Man, I feel, in my opinion, personally has some of the best video game music ever put into a game, I felt appropriate that we start here. Okay. Now, to keep it simplified, we're just going to focus on the core music of each level of a robot master in the game. Now, if you've never played Mega Man, when you start up the game, they show you... Here are the enemies that you have to fight. So you've got mm-hmm. Ice Man and Fire Man, Elect Man, Robot or uh, Bomb Man. I don't know what I was going to say, Robot Man. Of course it's Robot Man. <laughs> I uh, mean, that might exist. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but you select that character, then that's kind of like the game start to that level. And then you're introduced to that level. And then the music that plays is kind of the theme music for said character. If, if that was my way of looking at it. Because even mm-hmm. the tracks that I sent you... They are named after that robot master. Yeah. So to me, that says that's their music. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're focused on. Now, there are other pieces of music that are iconic within Mega Man. Like there are boss music, uh, opening theme music, uh, end themes, and even the theme music to the Dr. Wily levels. Right now, I just want to focus on these. Now, we can come back to those at some point at another episode, and we can break those down and say what, what was the best boss music in any Mega Man game or something like that. But for right now, I just want to I want to focus in on these main themes and forgive the thunder. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. I was it's like, oh, it sounds like it's starting again. storming here all morning. But, again, I want to focus on what I would consider the main themes of each game for those levels. So... Uh, I think it's no surprise for any of you. I'm a huge Mega Man fan, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean it's it's obvious in the uh, icon, my little avatar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even did I think dinner during our uh, music appreciation episode uh, about yeah. a year and a half ago. I mentioned Mega Man music. Uh, mm-hmm. Lace, as I understand it, you have no connection, no idea. I mean, I am aware of the game. I have seen some gameplay. I have never personally experienced it myself. Okay. That's what I'm I'm excited about here, sharing this, because mm-hmm. I'm hoping, and, and I'll say this up front, I wasn't expecting any great revelation here, but next week, oh, that's all I'm going to say. Next, next week, week, I got some big homework. I feel, right. like, I feel like you're going to find... A new piece of music that you're like, damn, that's good. I like All it. All right. But I don't wanna I don't wanna gush on that right now. I'll save that for next week. Because next <laughs> week I'm too excited. Yeah, One I'm, at a time. Yeah. I'm so excited for next week. 
because I got a lot <laughs> well, to say about Mitch. Well, that's always great. Um, but anyway, with with this, like I said, there 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 is a plethora of good music within the series. Mm-hmm. Mega Man One, I don't want to say it's not good. It's almost like it was setting a ground floor, saying, "Okay, we've we did something good. Now we just have to build on that." It had good music, but by comparison to some other entries in the series, I'd say it's okay by comparison. Not the best, okay. but but it had some good tunes. Um, now, the music itself would be credited to, and I'm going to hope I say her name right, Manami Matsume. I probably didn't. Uh, but she went under the name, here we go, here's another one, Chanchachorin, C-H-A-N-C-H-A. C O R I N. Chinchenchurin. That's, that's how she was credited in the game. We suck. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just like wonder how many times I've insulted people through no fault of my yeah. own, but I just, I, it's not in my language yeah. that I know how to say those things. <laughs> And I, I try. try. I really do. Yeah. I've heard the the enunciations. I've watched plenty of I've movies. I've already forgotten how to say Ubisoft CEO name, and you've yeah. told me a million times <laughs> today. Fine. So It's fine. This, this is how it is. I probably didn't even say it right myself. <laughs> probably both wrong. But, I feel uh, like yours is closer to what the hell I was trying to say. Uh, Matsume was composer for this game and several other Capcom titles during this time. She would even go on to collaborate with others. Uh, on Mega Man 10 and the Mega Man-inspired Mighty Number no. 9, among other titles. Mm-hmm. And while I did say that it's okay in comparison to other games of the series, credit where credit is due, that Matsume composed the very iconic Game Start theme, which I didn't send you, but okay. I can I can share it. I can play it right now. There you go. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. This this theme has actually been used practically in every Mega Man game since. Recomposed by someone, but it's the same tune. With okay. rare exception, it wasn't in another game. But it's it's followed the character. It's that iconic. So, again, credit where it's due. She did compose that. It's iconic. You hear it, and you're like, Mega Man, boom, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'll give her something... While I'm sitting here, I'm not trying to crap on it. I'm not trying to crap on it. Understand <laughs> me. I do have good yeah. things to say. Mm-hmm. But again, by comparison, there mm-hmm. are better ones. So with that history in place, let's talk about the theme music. Because for me, these tunes are meant to represent the world. And mm-hmm. in essence, the Robot Master itself, like I said. So each track is named after the Robot Master. And one could argue it's their theme. Also trying to judge the level design itself. If you're looking at the level, you hear the music. Does it match? Does it fit the world in which it's given? So that's what I was trying to use this as a basis for. And since I have played the Mega Man games, I kind of had that that predisposed idea of what the levels were, the masters were, and so on. You experienced it in real time, yeah. For Lace, on the other hand, I had to kind of give her visual aids because I felt like it would help you to see... Here's here's the robot master you're supposed to be fighting, and here is a sample of his level. Now, when I said sample, I mean, granted, you weren't getting the entire thing, but I did try to find a shot that incorporated everything you would see within that, that level. So you okay. had a, a 
good understanding within that shot, this is the level itself. This is everything you'll see. This is kind of what you'll experience throughout. So you had an idea. Mm -hmm. So I'll kind of kick it off first. Okay. Yeah. And that way you kind of have an an idea of what. Because I did this one of two ways just to see. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to kind of go bottom of my list up and kind of go it that way. And we'll just kind of bounce back and forth and see if we wind up at the same spot. Now, for me, the least, what's the best way to say it? It's not a bad tune. You're just least favorite of the bunch. Yeah. My least, yeah. Least favorite out of the, the all six tunes that we had would be Iceman. Now, why it, while it has a sinister kind of quality to it in a way with a semi-decent hook, mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily get this frozen landscape idea with it. You know, it doesn't convey Ice World to me. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad tune, but it, it lacks a lot. You know, I didn't... Yeah. Like, if you played that for me and said, think of a world... Ice would not have been the very first thing that came to mind. I feel like there would have to be something crystallizing in, in some way within the music. And I'm not really mm-hmm. sure, like, um, I don't know instruments right offhand, you know. But I feel like there would have to be some sort of, what do you call them? The, the, not a like xylophone. A, like a xylophone? Chimes, or? chimes. 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 Okay. Chimes, I feel like, would kind of almost convey ice in a, in yeah, a way. Yeah, okay, I could see that. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. And again, I understand this is 8-bit chiptune music. Right, like we had to work with what we could. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But even still, there were ways to kind of make those chimey sounds within the music, mm-hmm. and they didn't. Right, so yeah. So, I would, and, and as we discussed this too, that's another thing I would really love to know, is like, what were the inspirations when she was composing these? Like, what brought that out? Because even when mm-hmm. we go to the next next week like where did that come from where did this come from so on and so Mm -hmm. forth so with this i feel like it's the lesser on the totem pole because it really doesn't convey a lot of what you're getting to experience within that level Mm -hmm. that's that's my opinion for that gotcha what about um funny um iceman was my least favorite as well wow okay yeah, like, so So what I did initially was I listened to the music without looking at the visual aids. I just kind of wrote down what my feel for that music was first. Okay. And then went back and looked at the visual aid to see if way I felt without having seen it mm. kind of matched up with what I saw. So that was kind of the approach that I took. So for me, it reeked underwater level. Oh, like when okay. I was just listening to the song itself, I have no idea why, but as it didn't have that moment where it would like speed up or slow down, you know, if you were losing air or whatever mm-hmm. mechanic would be in an underwater level, uh, like if they had been under there too long, but it, it was the... It, <sighs> If that was the only mechanic used, I felt like that would have been what I was hearing if I was swimming. But a little bit of hero, mm-hmm. like a little bit of like a hero feel and more fun and kind of carefree. Sure. So when I went back and because I have to bring them back up now just to re-remind myself. So when I went back to Iceman and saw that, I was like, oh, at first I thought maybe I was fairly close because it looked to be as if they were going into water. A little bit, yeah. But now that I know Iceman, I'm sure that's ice surface they no. could walk across. I'm not sure. No, there were actually um, water elements to it, but they were they were very, very few. Like little puddles here and there that you saw. Like that mm-hmm. was one spot where you go into the water and you're, you're right back out. 
So oh, okay. It wasn't... So, I mean, yeah, okay. In fairness. So, it kind of conveyed that. A little. So. But it wasn't pervading. It wasn't, like, the no. pervading factor of that level. I wouldn't have instantly thought this was an ice world. Sure. But I did think underwater. Mm. Okay. That's interesting. I, I, that yeah. was an element. Because now thinking about it, I'm like, yeah. And you kind of do go underground at some point. Sort of. You go underneath. And, right. And so, so the area of the flat land. All right. All right. Yeah. Maybe there was an element to it I didn't think about. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so maybe me listening to it first and trying to collect my thoughts that way, I thought might be the more interesting approach to see if it landed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't and, know. And you, you brought up elements I wasn't even thinking about, but yeah, okay. That could be where some of that inspiration came from. Underwater, yeah. underground. Okay. Uh, the next one I have on mine would be Fireman. Now, okay. there is something within the tune that kind of has this uh, fire in the tune. Like, it's meant to just seem, you know, angry and mean and, and, mm-hmm. and hot. But I can't quite put my finger on it. You know, what specifically is trying to, to nail that down? Um, it also kind of has, and I don't know if you, you felt this or not, but it had like a Russian vibe to it. You know, I might have to go back and listen to it again. Cause I had to collect my thoughts in the moment. Yeah. You know? and, I will and, never recall the tune right off my head. And that could be, that could be misconstruing it with another, but say if you were to compare it to something like the themes in Tetris, sure. it's not, not the entire theme, but just hints like little, mm. little hints kind of conveyed that, that similar tone and again, I understand this is chiptune 8-bit music. I got it. So something's going to sound similar. But sure. there were certain similarities in certain tunes. And I was like, okay. And that's, I think, what kind of lent that Russian vibe. Um, oh, but the fact that. that you said that you couldn't remember it also adds to my next fact. I don't find it particularly memorable either. But to be fair for me, I don't know that I would automatically, I, I listened to them yesterday and mm-hmm. a little bit, um, I don't know, the day that you sent them. So I don't have the memory of playing it and it replaying for hours on end sure. for it to trigger a, a memory of that particular tune, mm-hmm. you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. So uh, what's your number five? My number five, see, I didn't know if you wanted me or... to discuss the same one you did or not. Fireman was... See, I wrote it first to back, so okay. I'm trying to well, read it backwards. Well, actually, let's do that. Let's. You tell me where you put him on your list. We'll we'll do it like he that. He was. Hold on. So one. Uh, one I'm counting it down because <laughs> I don't want to give it away right away. Because I wrote down I would choose as stupid instead of me just numbering it. One, two, three, four, five, six. We had six songs, right? Uh-huh. So he was one, two, three. He was four on my list. Okay, so not far off. No, not far off. But for me, it felt like a chasing level, mm-hmm. okay. very runner level, like escaping the threat as opposed to facing it head on kind of level when I listened to it without looking at the uh, the video or not the video, the, the picture that you gave me first. Yeah. So that was the vibe I got like, oop, the threat's just always right back there and you've got to duck and dodge and move and go fast and try to jump over all of these things at a quick time before it catches you was the feeling that I got. Yeah. So when I went back and looked at it, I was, I thought, baby, 
I could be kind of close, but I mean, in platformers, it's probably always kind of like you're chasing or running away or whatever. Right. You only went left or right, um, up and down, I guess, in some cases. Um, so I don't know that me looking at it and the music that I would have come to that conclusion right away for myself personally, right. for fire, for, you know, that, but the sense of urgency, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That 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 was actually where my mindset was going when you were kind of describing what you were feeling. Urgency. Because you're in this mm-hmm. hot environment, the heat, the constant fear of death because the lava, right. instantaneous death. So, yeah, I can see that. Urgency. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. Now, yeah. considering that was your number four, I'm curious to know what your number five was based on mine to see if we just flip-flopped. Because cut man. Cut man. That's right. <laughs> Oh my God, this is going to be, this is fantastic. I love this. So my, yes, my number four was Cutman. Mm-hmm. So that was my number five. So we just kind of flip-flopped a little bit. Flip-flopped those that's two, beautiful. Yeah. Um, for me, Cutman, I always kind of felt like it was the very first tune that I heard in the game every single time I played it. Because if I'm not mistaken, he, with Mega Man games, one thing to keep in mind is each boss has a weakness. So you always go after one boss first, and then you use their weakness on the next one, and the next one, and the next one. Kind of like um, rock, paper, scissor in a, in a manner of speaking. So you just okay. find their weakness, you utilize that. So Cutman was always the one I went to first, because he was kind of my starter. So his mm-hmm. theme was always the very first one I always remember hearing when I'd play the game. I felt like it had like a very Latin flavor. Like, I could see okay. someone kind of doing a tango to this tune in a way, you know? And I'm really, really not sure what would have inspired that approach. Because if you look at the the layout of the level, it doesn't convey anything but something more industrial. Well, not even really industrial. But I guess maybe, in a, in a sense. It's just yeah. kind of... Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just It doesn't scream the music that goes along with it. But that said, I do find it memorable, a little bit more memorable to me than that. But that also is because first level, it's always what I remember being the first tune that gets played when I play the game. So yeah. that could be why it's a little bit more memorable than Fireman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was another way that it felt very fast paced, mm-hmm. like maybe a little bit more of a curiosity so, uh, like, a good level for collecting things or general getting just through the obstacles mm-hmm. kind of level. Although, I am the type to turn music down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of games, if I play it constant, because any repetitive noise just kind of starts to weigh on my nerves, regardless of how good the songs are. Um, but then, when I was going back to look at it, I kind of agree that I didn't feel like it fit as well. I feel like it could have been more of a techie mm-hmm. vibe. I guess maybe like the sh- it looks like shears on his head. Yeah, mm-hmm. cut man. You know, um, I don't. I don't know how I would convey that. Maybe even more of a sharper tone. I don't know how he attacks to the shears. I yeah, he takes them off and move. chucks them at you. Yeah, like maybe some some sort of effect like that. But it did. It felt more like a. Ooh, this is more of a curiosity kind of discovery exploration kind of. Mm-hmm kind of area and then went back and looked at it and like well all right yeah. i guess i i don't know in the moment if i was playing if i would have thought anything different but yeah experimenting with hearing it beforehand before i know what it's applied to is was 
interesting. Yeah. It was interesting. Did it fit the feel that I, I had initially yeah. without knowing it? So, yeah. It just felt like it was a little bit maybe slower for what it looked like it might be um, conveying in the game itself at the time. Mm. I do like your approach to it. I think that actually works in this regard because I'm very familiar with it and you are not. So mm-hmm. you can kind of get a different vibe out of it. Hearing it prior to seeing what is supposed to be there and then you see what's there and then you just kind of build off of that. I like your approach. So you've done, I did. So, so fantastic. I did keep, good Keep once. that up. Yay. Keep that up for, <laughs> for future installments. Um, Perfect. So my number three and I'm, I'm mm-hmm. getting excited now just seeing how our first three went. How we're lighted up. I hope we don't I, yeah, screw up the first Yeah, because I really want to know if we lined up the rest of the way. Okay. Or even slightly close because even having mm-hmm. those two flip-flop, that's, that's still good. Could have been very easily negotiable yeah. either way. My number three is Bomb Man. Um, based on his surroundings, if you look at the layout of Bomb Man, mm-hmm. it kind of has a cityscape-esque look to it like you're supposed to be in a city of sorts and you're mm-hmm. you're making your way through so the tune kind of has this uh, adventurous nature to it uh, heroic if you will um, so I feel like it just worked with the surrounding despite who the character is Bomb Man uh, I really don't know how you could have made his tune pardon the pun bombastic which seems <laughs> like it would have fit a little bit more with the character but I do feel like within the cityscape that they seem to have built, it does fit. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say whether or not I I don't feel like it fits with Bomb Man, but it fits perfectly within the world they set it in. And it probably was early on. I, I won't say now, but I, I always remember this one being one of my favorite levels as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um feels like a lot of my taste i'll even mention this next week evolved a little bit over time you know yeah. so i have more appreciation for certain things and elements and, and as you do when you get old yeah so but no i i have a little fondness for this one but uh not not my top but uh, it's it's a good level good good music playthrough and uh, just maybe needs a, a little bit more uh, boom boom to it if yeah you, again pardon the good to put that out there right <laughs> so where is your bomb man it is also number three. <laughs> this, is kind of, this is kind of funny how this is working out. Um, see, now, for me, at first, it had more of a relaxing feel to it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel as much urgency in this particular one. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a contained level. Again, I, I could have thrown an underwater level, but more of like a contained level is what I felt. Like if you went into the boss room, you don't have any freedom to go anywhere. It felt contained. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a runner on rails yeah. kind of situation where you don't, you're just dodging and maneuvering. So when I looked at the the picture, I felt like it kind of lined up, but I do agree on the same point, like how we were talking with ice or um, uh, what was the other one we were saying? Like another sound effect to convey that. Maybe a little bit more of like a... Yeah. or something in there but Drums. that might have just came from obviously the fight that would have been happening over it but yeah drums something mm. of that nature that took to really drum that up but really once i looked at the picture i thought it fit yeah. it was yeah you know i don't know if that's a contained level probably not but yeah they they all uh, every level that you go to it's it's contained with that you start it you get to the boss, you end mm-hmm. it, and you're out. But you know what I mean, where it's like if you're entering that room, that level is just that room oh, okay. until no, you no. fight whatever the threat is. So that's what I'm talking about when I say gotcha, contained. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Just felt like, oh, we opened this store and uh, this is what's happening in this room. You know, this is amazing. This, this is, amazing. is funny. We, we are. I'm kind of hoping we get the same one and two now. Just well, we're we're essentially going to open the door here. So if your number two mm-hmm. is my number mm-hmm. two, then we we already know where we're going from here. So. We've won life. Yeah, that's this all is, it this takes. Is fantastic. Right? It's a science experiment, people, showing how in sync we are. We're getting there, man. Okay, so my number two mm-hmm. is a Lech man because given the layout of the level and the way I sent you that picture, I felt like this was hope. I was hoping to convey it. It's mm-hmm. unlike all the other levels within the game because in all the other levels you're going left to right, whereas this you're going you're starting from the bottom and you got to climb your way to the top. Okay. So it had to be. It had to convey this this idea of, of climbing, of going up, and and it does have an energy to it. Again, no puns. Uh, <laughs> that it makes you want to climb, and it is memorable. But in one one element that I feel like we've we've mentioned here, these these characters have very um, specific features that also translate into music in some way. And I feel like there is some sort of electrical tone that could have fit here. In fact, I felt like some of that electrical tone they could have used here was in Fireman stage, like these little tings, you know, Mm -hmm. and that sounds a little bit more electrical than the music here. But it is a great tune. And again, it does convey this idea of moving, climbing, where we're the adventure of going up, up and up, Mm -hmm. but doesn't say electric to me fair um honestly i was torn between the last two okay a man and guts man like i even wrote it would be hard for me to decide between these two because they were my favorite but under duress guts man was my number two fair enough okay and a man was my number one so with a man since we were were talking about it because it, it felt very happy mm-hmm. almost again like another hero music wanting me to feel comfy and happy go lucky in this one you yeah. know it didn't make me feel like there was a threat almost like i would hear in a cutscene montage or something you know like everything's fine look at us doing well yeah. you know <laughs> so um i think the reason why i, I was Toward between those and why, you know, Elect Man was my number one. I think it was just because it was the most happiest little boppy tune mm-hmm. for me that I probably could just listen to regardless of playing the game. Now, when I looked at the picture, I don't know that I made the two connections as well, but like if you're climbing, he's electric, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I could see that being the more happy-go-lucky version of, of this one. So that that was why um, he was number one for me. I think Fair the enough. tune just it was like, yeah, all right. You know? <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, I had I was trying to to narrow these down, trying to figure out which one did it for me. And I guess the reason Gutsman hit my number one is because I felt like everything about the tune hit the nail on the head because it has this very metallic, menacing sound to it. Yeah. And within the confines of a construction zone aesthetic, mm-hmm. it just fit. And then you look at Gutsman himself, and he's just this big, robust, you know, robot. Yeah. Just going to, you know, destroy you. It all works. It all fits the, mm-hmm. the, the construct of what this level's supposed to be, the character's supposed to be. And I felt like it was the right meld of all of these elements together, and we get Gutsman. That's, that's why I gave him my number one. 
That's fair. Like I said, I, I literally wrote down, if you were putting a gun to my head, basically, this is who I would choose. Uh, but I agree. This made me feel like a boss fight, though. A darker, more somber tone to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it had the quick moments in it to drive a little bit more urgency in certain situations, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then after looking at it, I feel like that, that that did encompass what was going on. I probably could have a much better idea if I had played through one of the levels and just got maybe a feel for what was going on. Um, but I've seen enough of the gameplay that by seeing it, I, I felt like I could make a pretty educated guess on how it would play out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the, the darker, more somber tone um, with just enough quickness in, in certain moments to want to keep you moving or however it seeps in subconsciously when you're actually focusing on a game, you know? Right. So yeah, you're right. I think I think it fit what, what I'm seeing here um, quite well. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. So we were pretty close. Yeah. This was this is an amazing uh, uh, experiment. That's what I'm going to call it because this was you had no idea. I had all mm-hmm. the ideas, and I wanted to see where we'd kind of come up together. And we, I say we essentially came very close. I mean, yeah, we didn't really have thing. any, despite two flip flops. But even that is questionable because we're just saying. Was this one as good? I don't know. I just, I kind of put this one here. Well, I kind of went this way, but it wasn't like so far. One and two, I definitely did go back and forth yeah. on quite a bit. I, yeah, so I was just like, yeah, the happy-go-lucky. I'm just going to have to put that, put that one first. And then. So I'm, I'm really anxious to see what happens next yeah, week. Yeah, next week. Because, yeah, like I said, from here on out, we go up to eight. So they added Ooh. two extra. And... I don't want to say a lot, but the music next week. If you don't have a new favorite tune out of next week, I'm going to be a little surprised because Uh I don't want to say too much now. I'll save it for next week because I've got a lot to say about next week's. And and (laughs) the music, it'll blow your mind in a way, I think. If you really, I mean, if you paid attention to it like you did this week and you're listening to it, oh, God, I... I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I'll talk hey, about yep, time. you can't spoil it. I know it's hard. You're excited. I can tell. I am so excited. <laughs> so I have to wait, especially when it's like it's always your friend. You want to tell things you're excited I to. Know. It's like hi, right here, <laughs> accessible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta hide it from me. But yeah, that was fun. So yeah. hopefully uh, the listeners enjoyed it as well. I think it's a nice, uh, fun, new little way to to end the show on a on a happy note and something a little bit different to kind of dive into and discuss about games. So yeah, and, this, could, this is going to be a lot of fun. And I'll tell you uh, what, but, we'll, uh, we'll even throw up a poll on the, the Twitters. And yeah, we'll, what's your favorite? Yeah, you, you vote. If you've never heard it, go look it up because it's got to be on YouTube somewhere. Listen to the oh, music sure. and, and tell us which is your favorite. And we'll just mm-hmm. we'll take a look and hopefully we'll actually have a poll number next week. <laughs> we, can, right? we can read it off. We won't be able to have six options, but yeah. um, we can we can figure it out. Maybe we'll a top four or something like that for yeah. y'all. We'll figure it anyway. out. Anyway. Yeah. But that's our show. Mm-hmm. Everybody, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or send an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Stephen puts his time and love into. And you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform or even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions to chuck in a buck. And you can see Super Mega Crash Adventures early if you do that. Just saying. <laughs> you can tell your friends to find us on Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo found on Apple Podcasts. Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and even YouTube.com forward slash Pencil Paper Productions. Thank you for listening, everyone. I am Lacey Finley. And I am Stephen White. 
You can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.